The Discussing Network presents Discussing Comics. I am Kyle Jones, and I want to start 2022 off right. And how the best way can I think of to start 2022 off right is to welcome back Sergio from Reality Breach for the 2022 movie preview of your most anticipated movies. Sergio, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It's it's real weird. Like the show is on hiatus right now, like Reality Breached is, but that doesn't mean we're gonna not gonna be watching movies. Yeah, so so we're you know we're gonna launch a little later this year, uh, a relaunch I guess a little later this year. And th- th- you know every year we do the the article of what movies are we looking for the most, looking forward to, and there's still a bunch of really really cool movies coming out this year. So I was like, let's not stop this trend and just keep the train moving. Awesome. Well, I have been purposely waiting for this episode. Clarence and I, who I will mention and and introduce again, mention again and introduce in just a moment, have been talking about what to do with discussing comics. Because if you're listening to us, you know that there's not been that many discussing comics, especially in the last year. So this volume of discussing comics will end with this particular episode. And I think it is so awesome that we started this volume of discussing comics with the first episode being the reality breached most anticipated, I think of 2018 and we're going to bookend it with 2022, but fear not, Discussing Comics will be back very soon. Something different, something discussing, something comics, of course, but just a little like you said, um, Sergio, kind of repackaged or something. Yeah, yeah, it's a good way to put it. There you go. But you know who I do not want to repackage? The one, the only, Clarence Brown. Mr. Brown, how are you? Oh, packs me up, ship me out. It doesn't matter. I'm doing good, man. It's It's been a long time since Clarence was mint in package. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the real question is, how many of these movies are going to get pushed? Mm. Mm. Uh, it, it, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All I can say is the very last episode before this one, we reviewed The New Mutants, the most pushed back movie i think of all time <laughs> actually actually we'll get to that too because th- there is a movie that is that has been out pushed oh interesting pushed yeah uh new mutants so for everyone listening if you want to follow along with us you can go to the web right now to realitybreach.com and view this list along with us we're going to go exactly how it is on the website which correct me if i'm wrong if i remember correctly it is in not a top 10 of your personal favorites but in the time they are quote unquote supposed to come out yes the 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 projected chronological order all right so let's do it this way so that we kind of keep keep a flow here and if you guys think this is a good idea we'll stick with it what we'll do is i'll just introduce what the movie is sergio since this is your list you go first followed by clarence and i'll bring it up at the end does that sound good to you guys works for me awesome so the first Item up on the list is Uncharted on 2-18-2022. Uncharted, Sergio, tell us about this movie and why it made the list. So, not a not a comic book movie, but but Uncharted does come from a, a very long, uh, beloved video game franchise uh, on the on Sony platforms uh, dating back to the 
PlayStation 3. And in the video game world, Uncharted is like it's 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 a king amongst men, right? When it, when it comes to quality and, and and how beloved it is. Seeing it translated to the screen is either going to be a triumph or an absolute train wreck. And Tom Holland does not look the part uh, of 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 Nathan Drake, which is the the main character of Uncharted. And and what what's his name? Mark Mark Wahlberg. He doesn't look like Sully. Like he's about twenty years too young to be playing Sully. Or I, it 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 just. It, I really want it to be good because I love the Uncharted games, but I I the trailer does not make it seem like they know what they're doing. Yeah, mm. this one is going to be really interesting because of course you have a half or you have a group of people who are all Xbox or Nintendo people who don't even know anything about this game. Of course, you know video games. You're going to know of Uncharted, but you know, you're know you not intimate with the characters and all the nuances they bring. So for me, I don't know much about Nathan Drake. I, I know about what I hear from people talking about him, but I've never played an Uncharted game. So that's I feel like that's going to be a lot of people. And then you have people that are actual fans that aren't loving what they're seeing so far. I think this movie's success is going to be partly the 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 popularity of the franchise which is huge you know even though it's only mm-hmm. a sony sony game but mm-hmm. also i think tom holland can bring in a lot of his fans but it i hate to say it but i just see spider-man when i see him <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know man i don't know <laughs> my, my only other note on this is like who there's going to be a, a you know a cross-section of people who just walk into movie theaters and see tom holland and Mark Wahlberg on a poster and say, oh, dude, let's watch that. Mm. And it, it does like it has a lot of good action. So I'm down for just going to it for for that. I mean, are we expecting this to be sort of like an Indiana Jones type movie if I'm or Tomb Raider esque movie, if I'm yep. correct? Yep, yep, yep. All right. So I have two comments. One is a question. <laughs> the first one is a comment. So as far as Tom Holland goes, I agree with you guys, you know, a million percent. You know, I think with if I if I think back and I look at someone like Daniel Ratcliffe that is known for being an iconic character or played an iconic character, he has not been Harry Potter long enough now so that if he went and did something different, I don't think he would be, you know, oh, this is, you know, Daniel Ratcliffe, this is Harry Potter. He is still Peter Parker in the movies for however many long, and I'm sorry, he's typecast as (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm going to go in if I watch this movie and see him as Spider-Man. It would be hard for me to separate him right now as somebody else. My question part of my comment is, maybe I dreamed it, maybe I read it, so you guys help me here. I think that... Marky Mark originally was supposed to be the character that he was. And maybe I'm remembering a conversation that you and I had, Sergio, before. Maybe that's what I'm getting this from. You, what, what you're remembering is when we talked about this movie last year. Because <laughs> it was it was delayed into 2022. And th- that's this movie's been in production limbo for so long that when mm. it was originally pitched, Mark Wahlberg was the lead. And mm. then he aged out of being <laughs> the right age for the lead. And they just pushed him to the secondary character and hired someone way too young for the lead. Yeah. Mm. I think that just means we need to move on to <laughs> 3 4 2022 and The Batman. Sergio. 
Batman. So Robert Pattinson is Batman, or I'm sorry, Bruce Wayne (laughs) as Batman. And if, you know, I, I kind of trust, I I trust Robert Pattinson because I've seen enough movies that aren't twilight to say, he probably can do that job really well. This movie has trailered very, very strong. Like every, every, every piece of footage that we've seen of the Batman looks like a logical progression of the character, uh, at least in a, in a cinematic like stance, you know, you don't want it to be like the Chris Nolan B- Batman movies, but you also don't want it to be campy. You want it to feel modern. And this one seems for lack of a better word, kind of scary. And that's not really something we've seen before in the movies. So I'm really, really excited about the ba- the Batman. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I love how gritty it is. And they kind of had me with Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. So, so, yeah, just the visuals, the way it, the cinematography, at least from the trailer, it, it looks very gritty, uh, very intense. And uh, I'm, I'm down for that. I just think it looks very exciting. And I'm down for these DC movies that... You know, I'm seeing it even with like even with the new Suicide Squad and what I'm seeing from the Flash trailer too. I'm I'm loving when they make these characters more of what they are in the comics versus trying to make them into something else. And I think this is an example of that. And it just I don't know. I think I think it works. And I think uh, <laughs> uh, the Twilight guy as Batman <laughs> works even better. So yeah. You know, as long as I don't see bat sparkles, I think I'll be happy. <laughs> but, you know, I have nothing against Patterson or Patterson, whatever his name is. I have no problem with him. I just hope DC has a good year, you know, because to me, a good year for DC, I'm not saying they have to be as great as Marvel, but if a good year comics for DC is a good year for comics books in general. Because, you, we, you, you know, it's like what Sergio said, you don't want to have another campy Batman where it just puts not only it, but pretty much every comic book movie on hiatus for a good five or ten years to get over that. So, you know, don't want that. But as far as everything I've seen, I love what I've seen. I love the feeling. And he's supposed to be a detective it's supposed to be scary so i'm all for the scary and is this standalone um we're not tying this movie in anything else are we from the looks of it anyway like once the flashpoint movie happens i don't think anything is standalone anymore bingo bingo but we'll talk about that bingo yes but considering the fact that we're talking about delays let's talk about another delay that was on our list last year Morbius, 4-1-2022. April Fool, so is that telling me that this is not coming out <laughs> on 4-1-22? But if it Can does... I first on this? <laughs> go for it. Yes, go first. Does anybody want this movie? Does Do we really <laughs> need this movie? Really? You know, when I think about and even saw this trailer, I think this movie would almost be better if that we didn't know was Morbius and it kind of got revealed when the movie it came out because it, I don't know, man. I just think the Sony is just trying too hard in some aspects. I think, I feel like the Venom standalone is kind of a stretch, but just Morbius without Spider-Man or without any other Spider-Verse villain or character, it just seems kind of weird. And uh, that has nothing to do with uh, Jared Leto's performance because he looks fantastic from this trailer. It's very him. 
but I just I just don't know about this man. I'm I'm not excited in the least, and I don't think many people are. Mm. You 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 might be you might be onto something there. Like the, it, I said, I know I said this last year, but Jared Leto playing a a living vampire is almost too good of an idea because <laughs> he's basically one in real life anyway. And I was kind you know this made the list last year, and it has been delayed a number of times. And and you know where, where the previous record of delays uh, by new mutants was four times morbius has now been delayed seven times oh my. yeah seven times uh and who knows what's going to happen we might be in for an april fools uh as kyle said um my biggest issue with this is that it the current state of spider-man movies makes this trailer make no sense whatsoever mm. because it, it the, the like the vulture is in this trailer the vulture who exists in the mcu morbius who does not exist in the mcu because this is a sony movie so 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 there sony is just comfortable having this giant plot hole revealed in a trailer so i, I don't know if the if the delay is to shore up the story some to where this stuff makes a bit more sense or maybe they just don't care and it's gonna really suck <laughs> let's hope they care i mean it's almost like i mean it's been delayed so much you have to wonder how much, if any of this played into the events of of what happened in, in the latest Spider-Man movie, you know, it just seems weird, especially with them bringing in the Vulture. And we have elements from the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in this movie with some posters. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just we don't know where this movie sits. And and, 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 I, and I feel like Sony just wants wants to, you know, wave their hand in front of your face you know, and just say, oh, you don't see the plot holes. They're not there. Look at Jared Leto's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That, you, you guys sound like me talking about something that I don't like. So maybe I'm rubbing off on you guys. I, I do want to see this for one reason, but it has nothing to do with Morbius and the character. But I, I, I read somewhere that one of the reasons they may have pushed it back was to potentially insert some scenes with a character that was seen in no way home. I, I will I just leave it that. I heard these rumors and I'm down. <laughs> I, I would really love that. It would actually give me a reason to be excited, but I, I don't think that they're making smart decisions with this movie. So wait, a spider character. Yeah. I mean, yes, a, a, yes. a man. Yes. A man. <laughs> A spider person. Which spider person? Mm. Okay, I, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go there, but um, I would maybe say um, Daleks in New York. And speaking oh, okay. of Doctor gotcha. Who, the reason that I might want to go see Morbius is Matt Smith, who is, of course, the 11th Doctor, is supposed to be in this movie as well. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's move on before me and Clarence get tied up for that eh over here. <laughs> All right. 4, 8, 22, seven days later, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, another movie based on a video game. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but I really, really enjoyed that first Sonic movie. It should not have been as good as it is. Uh, and, and most of the responsibility of it being so good uh, is because of Ben Schwartz. Uh, and I, I don't know if either of you are f- familiar with the comedic actor Ben Schwartz, but he has a long history of just being goofy, uh, and it played really, really well 
into this like Sonic's character. Uh, my only worry about this movie is they're leaning very, very hard into video game stuff and look, by bringing in tails and knuckles and an oh. even more cartoonish uh, Robotnik. So I, I don't know. Uh, mm, I think that what makes it look good, man. I don't know. I, like <laughs> like the first one worked, even though it was ludicrous. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. This one, I feel like they're fine with it making even less sense and like removing it from the, the real world roots that it that the first movie had. But hey, I'm sure I'm sure kids will love it, which I, I guess is the real goal here. Yeah, I think what I love about this trailer in particular is you know they had sort of the sort of the backlash after the first rendering of Sonic dropped uh, a couple of years ago, I guess by now. Mm-hmm. But these new characters they're bringing in of, of Tails and Knuckles seem so faithful and beautifully rendered. It just has me kind of giddy. And the fact that Idris Elba is playing Knuckles is amazing. <laughs> That's <laughs> that going to get my butt in the seat right there, you know. <laughs> And yeah, just some of the visuals we see the 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 plane with Sonic on the the top and Knuckles and Tails driving it. So yeah, I'm 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 here for it. My kids love this first movie. I did as well, and we'll we're definitely going to see this one. You know, I like the fact that there is a number two of this. I you know this is probably I'm not a big video game person, so this isn't a likelihood that I would see this, especially in theaters. That said, I love the fact that this is an example of positive fandom in the sense of you get the first trailer, there is the backlash, they listen to the backlash. Not only was the first one a success, but you're now getting number two. So I think this is a great example of when fandom reaction can be used for positive means, not just, you know, bleeping for the for the sake of saying i've got something to bitch about yeah yeah uh, and and i didn't i didn't say this up front but this is the sequel to the best video game movie ever <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's kind of a fact sweet cool yeah 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 i I'd like i'm not saying that the first one is a cinema classic it's just a condemnation of all video game addict a- adaptations you mean you're you're writing this higher than the 1990s version of Mario Brothers. Now, I love that movie, but yes. <laughs> yes, yes, this is way better than that movie. <laughs> All right. So let's go on just a few days down the proverbial calendar to 4-15-2022. Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So, the wizarding world, uh, while some would believe that it's on its last legs... Uh, with with the Harry Potter movies being farther and farther in you know in the rear view, uh, Warner Brothers is still trying to make this Fantastic Beasts thing uh, a, a phenomenon. I, I I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, the cast is pretty strong, but the cast was pretty strong in the previous two movies, and I legit don't remember what happened in them. Um, luckily, it's still set in a world that is you know has a whimsy to it that you know I can get on board with. I guess I just really badly them to get to the point. And th- this movie is saddled with a lot of baggage that it did, that it that it itself didn't earn. Uh, the whole J.K. Rowling, uh, you know, being yeah. a questionable human being thing uh, and Warner Brothers uh, firing Johnny Depp, but not firing Amber Heard. And, and like it's, it's mired by all of this. Hmm. But ultimately, it's a Harry Potter movie. So there's going to be people in line, right? Yeah. 
I didn't realize Johnny Depp was attached. He used to be. Wow. He actually played um, Grindelwald in the previous two movies. Interesting. What do you yeah, think? This, yeah, this this is a movie I, I just I haven't seen any of these, so I can't give any opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of like me. I'm not. Um, go ahead. The the first two are good. It's just they they don't have the same charm that the Potter movies had. And, you know, I think I'm opening a can of worms here by asking this question. But, you know, I think of this House of Dragon that's coming and I think of, like I said, can of worms, Star Wars <laughs> prequels. And even, you know, anytime I, I remember there was a Babylon 5 prequel. So anytime you get into prequel territory, it kind of goes down the line of what you guys were saying is what's the point and get to the point because you know how it's going to end. So it's just, I think making a prequel is very hard to do to recreate whatever that magic was that captivated it the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the wizarding world is, is it's built on a house of cards anyway, because anything with magic and that's supposed to be in the real world doesn't make fundamental sense. So when you're playing in a movie where you have a lot of children who are like, ooh, magic, it's very easy to, to, to look past how silly the entire concept is. When you start hiring real actors and, and, and you know, they're all adults playing magic people, suddenly there's a, an air of seriousness to what should is, what, what is just fundamentally silly. Yep. But you know what is not fundamentally silly? What is my, I think, me, Kyle, most anticipated movie of 2022, 5-6-2022, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's two movies about wizards, just back to back. <laughs> Not wizards, uh, sorcerers. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, someone got their thesaurus out. Um <laughs> I'm just hoping that like Dr. Strange the and the multiverse in the multiverse of madness, which that's a huge, huge name. Um, everything Marvel's been doing the past two years has built up to this movie. And <laughs> whether that's Loki, whether that's WandaVision, whether that's Spider-Man No Way Home, all all roads lead to the next Dr. Strange movie. And it being directed by Sam Raimi and it, it being promised that it's going to be a bit more horror focused because that is kind of his his forte. Th there's a lot of expectations attached to this movie, and I just have two real opinions on it. One, can we get a better wig designer for <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch? Because it does feel weird. <laughs> like you, you don't he doesn't have to wear a wig, just like gray the sides of his head. Like, why are you putting a wig on this man? Two. It's going to be very cool to see the TV shows matter. And the, the way the reason I say that is because we, we have all of these MCU quote unquote MCU shows like uh, Agent Carter and um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and who the, the else? Netflix movies. All the Netflix. I mean, shows. Like, yeah, Netflix shows like outside of a, a character showing up here and there and not really doing much. The events of the TV shows don't matter. To the movies, the movies are their own thing. The TV shows feed off of them. This will be the first one where I believe at least I believe where the movie will be heavily dependent on what happened in the previous television shows. And that's uncharted territory. Bingo. Yeah, in, in a huge way, too. And it's going to be interesting to see how elegantly they tie those in. 
Whereas how much of these television shows do you really need to know? You know, what's the cliff note versions of what you need to know to understand this movie? Because from what I'm seeing from the trailer, oh, you need to have watched What If? You need to have watched WandaVision and, and maybe even Loki to get some of what's going to be going on in this movie. So it's going to be interesting to see how well they tie that in without require, requiring everyone to go and watch those shows. So that in itself... And just to see, even from this trailer, those elements that they brought in, freaking what if a freaking cartoon yes. <laughs> yes. plays into this trailer? What? Yes. And and, and, and a side note, just a be- beautiful how they brought in all the voice actors as they were working it on this movie to record that episode. So that episode has everybody in. So, yeah, it's going to be... I mean, this is my most anticipated of the year, too. I mean, aside from No Way Home, this is... The next, this this would be just as big, if not bigger, mm. than that movie. And you know what I think is going to, and I may be totally wrong, but th- well, there's two things that that I that are the, my big things. Number one, don't make the Scarlet Witch bad. Number two, I think X marks the spot, and if X marks the spot yeah. with this, even if they hint at an X, even if they put a X on the side of a wall somewhere, <laughs> people are going to go crazy over that. And yeah, it, oh, if you it, saw Patrick Stewart, <laughs> people <laughs> are going to lose their bleep. I'm telling you. There's so, been rumblings. There's been rumblings of of Hugh Jackman and other actors possibly doing shoots for this movie. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and even if it's cameos, I'm happy with cameos. Acknowledge it and move on. And But speaking of moving on, <laughs> oh, yes, moving on to the only one on this list that I will have no feedback on because I can't stand it, which is the Bob's Burger movie on 527 2022 and let me just say it really quick Bob, that voice just <laughs> irks me but tell me about bob look at that three movies in a row with wizard so weird <laughs> no no kidding um so this was on this was slated to hit last summer and when the pandemic hit fox just said just throw it on a shelf we'll get to it eventually and they finally announced like we're going for it in you know what is this may I don't know if I love the trailer. There's not really any big laughs in the trailer, uh, but it's hard for me to say no to like Bob's Burgers. The, the 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 show just has it has such a charm. It makes me smile. The the kids are all of they're probably the most well defined characters in all of animated television. They're way more defined than the Family Guy characters or the Simpsons characters or even the South Park characters. Like. This is it's a quirky little family, and I would I can't wait to see them on the big screen. I'm going to take my entire family. Is this a Disney property at this point? Yes, it is. This should probably just go to Disney Plus. Let's be honest. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we talked about this this like last year. Like Bob's Burgers is a TV show. You can't just label something a movie and then put it on TV. Mm. You know, you you need to have the pomp and circumstance of going to the theaters to watch Bob make a burger. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I wish I knew more about this show to be honest, but you know, if there's a fan base behind it, you know, why not why not do it? So yeah, I, I hope it does well. I will say something positive about that, and this is a kudos to the writers and producers. I don't know who the character was, who the voice actor was, and, and to, to be honest with you, I don't think that makes a difference. However, there is a character 
on the show where the actor had done something in the last six months to a year that was pretty much very much frowned upon. Whatever it was he said or did or she said or did, well, of course, the person got fired. And in the TV show, I think they did something with the business this person owned. The next time you, one of the characters went by, it said closed for sale or something. So I, I thought oh, that wow. was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know the specifics i think the guy participated in the insurrection ah okay <laughs> oh god yes i think you're right uh, i think you're right yeah yeah and and the insurrection was you know only a year ago so we haven't really seen that stuff hit screen yet but i really really want them to do something really funny with his restaurant because it he's he's bob's um rival Ita like an italian restaurant that's right across the street mm. and big so, bob big bob's diner right no, it's um, Jimmy Pesto. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Jimmy Pesto. So Jimmy Pesto is no more. Uh, so I, I, it, it's. I don't think they'll address it in the movie, but w when it when they do address it in the show, I can't wait. But still, I think that was cool, and it was you, you know <laughs> I just wanted to even though I was making fun of it, I wanted to give some positivity <laughs> back to it. All right, so let's move into June 2022. Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, the sixth Jurassic movie, uh, or third Jurassic World movie. Uh, did you know that the first Jurassic World is one of the most successful movies of all time? Wow, did not. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of snuck in there and 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 sold like a billion dollars worth of tickets. Um, it is the second best in the franchise, so I guess there's that. But this movie is promising to be way darker. And possibly like like doom and gloom, some something that, that that we have never seen in Jurassic World or or any of the Jurassic Park things. You know, the stakes aren't really high when all of your dinosaurs are trapped on an island, right? Not at all. Well, if I'm going to spoil the, the previous movies, Fallen Kingdom ended with the dinosaurs being let loose on the mainland. Dinosaurs as in, as in multiple? <laughs> yes, as in all of them. Like all of the surviving wow. dinosaurs are now on the mainland running wild. Okay, this, this is much worse than a King Kong in New York deal we got going here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the stakes are pretty high here. I just don't know how they're going to uh, stick the landing when they have to be a Jurassic Park movie, which is they're supposed to be full of wonder. And you're also dealing, you know, with a monster movie where a, a T-Rex comes bursting through someone's living room. I, it's 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 a weird needle to thread. Yeah, this trailer is very interesting. It's showing a T-Rex interrupting a uh, drive in movie screening. <laughs> yeah. And and actually, the beginning of this trailer is sort of uh, prehistoric, prehistoric dinosaur porn, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. great, actually. And like, it's like, that movie. It's not it's not even a trailer. Like that's the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. The whole yeah, yeah. M movie doesn't come, doesn't come out for another five months, and they released this prologue like two months ago. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, it seems like this might be one. If it if it does get dark, they may end it on a dark note, and you know, do a sequel to bring everything back to normalcy. Maybe. I don't know. But like, if they go doom and gloom, I want them to go all the way. Like, I want to see raptors like tearing apart a president or something. Like, <laughs> just go all the way. Don't, don't, don't halfway this. Like, like, like you have to nuke Chicago or something because it's infested <laughs> with, 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 uh, T Rexes. You know, I'm all for that. Yeah. I know that sounds dark, but 
Okay, I'm sorry. If you had dinosaurs for real, just wherever, across the globe, yes, we have tanks, yes, we have whatever, but my God, those things are huge. What what chance do we have, really, other than nuking or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It should be interesting, man. I'm, I'm down for it, even though I haven't seen many of these movies. I think I saw the first uh, world movie, so yeah. yeah, I'm down. All right, so this next one, I'm curious about i've seen the trailer actually i think this trailer was before no no way home or if not that it was before eternals one or the other but i think it was no way home but regardless of which one it was for 6 17 2022 light year tell us about it yeah so (laughs) in my mind the, the way this movie was pitched someone like went behind a a dumpster and got really high before a pitch meeting and then walked in and said, hey, man, (coughs) (laughs) what if we like made a space ranger movie starring Buzz Lightyear? Like he's a real space ranger. And the right person heard the suggestion and suddenly it was greenlit because this is kind of a bonkers idea. Buzz Lightyear, the toy from the Toy Story franchise, has his own movie now called Lightyear that's coming out this year, but it's not toy version of Buzz Lightyear. It is real person Space Ranger version of Buzz Lightyear that presumably the toys are based upon. Oh my God, this oh. looks freaking amazing. This Justin, might be my number two anticipated movie. And and I would be worried about it if it wasn't Pixar, but this is Pixar. They, they don't make bad movies. Yeah, and for it, not, I don't think it's a comedy. It's like a serious dramatic take, sort of. I'm sure it's going to have comedic elements, but it doesn't seem like just a straight up normal Pixar flair type of movie to me. No, um, it didn't. Not from the, not from what I remember. Yeah. This, this is, this is a big swing. Like they're swinging for the fences with this. And like, this is something that you're right. It is, it is a more serious tone. They're telling a serious story. If they hit this out of the park, this could be a franchise. Uh, oh yeah. Yes. Yes, it's, yes, yes. It's definitely opening up doors because man, I, I love space, anything to be honest. And this is something they probably could have, Floated, let's possibly do this in live action, but I think it's perfect for them to do it in, in Pixar animation. And it gives me echoes. What's the what's the uh Buick Guys movie? Um wow. Buick Guys. The movie. Buick guy. He did a movie about space a while ago. Oh, oh, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> yes. was back into this. Um it was a Christopher <laughs> Nolan movie. Yes, Inception. Not Inception. Nope, no. not Inception. Uh, it, uh what was that movie called? Uh, 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 oh, oh, well, you're not talking about Martian with... Uh... Interstellar. Interstellar, oh. yeah. Yes. Buick's in me, space. Yeah, this is giving me Interstellar vibes, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It it looks like a freaking serious take, and man, the CG has gotten so good. I'm just, I, I am ready for this, man. It looks amazing. It looks freaking amazing. So you said you were getting vibes, right? You give, it was giving you the vibe, is that what you said? No, I said it was giving me Interstellar vibes. Oh, not not Interstellar buzz. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody stop him. Uh, so before I get started again, let's go on into July, July the 8th, 2022, with Thor, Love and Thunder. Interstellar buzz. I know what I'm going to title my review of that movie. Um, <laughs> Thor, Love and Thunder. So Thor gets a fourth movie? Like, of of the big three it's it's very very cool that thor is the one that has his fourth movie now what does that mean um 
we what we don't really have the full details of what the movie's about, but we do know that uh, Natalie Portman is coming back. Oh, yeah. apparently Disney promised her a giant paycheck and a hammer, and she was like, "Sure," because uh, uh, the rumor is, and it's pretty much confirmed that it, we're going to get Lady Thor. Mm. And I, not, I don't know anything about Lady Thor in the comic books, but uh, I'm maybe this has to do with, with with her just being worthy, or maybe it's a multiverse thing seeing as the previous Marvel movie is Doctor Strange. Uh, this is another Taika Waititi joint, so uh, you can expect it to you know, to have uh, a, a, a comedic undertone, just like Ragnarok did. Uh, so I, I, I trust the, uh, the creative team here implicitly, so I, I'm just going to be front row day one. All right. So, Clarence, do you mind if I jump in real quick? Go for it. So with Thor... There, there was a time in the comics that Thor himself became unworthy to lift the hammer. And during that time, it was actually Jane Foster who took up the mantle, not of She-Thor or Thor girl or Thor woman, but as of Thor. She became the Thor herself. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she stayed Thor probably a good four years three to four years that you know in the comics and you know think about it in comics that's a long time so um yeah i'm i'm excited to see uh, the female version of thor and whether it is a alternate world thor or if it is literally the jane foster we've seen before i'm for it either way yeah having tiko atiti do this movie is just going to be a joy to watch because Ragnarok was so much freaking fun. One of the most fun um, Marvel movies that I can think of. Definitely, definitely in the top three or four fun Marvel movies. But yeah, it, yeah, I expect it to be more of that. It's going to be interesting to see Natalie Portman come back. I think she did. Didn't she do pickup shots for Endgame? I think she Actually, did. Actually, she did not. Oh, she did. All, she did of, not. all of all of that was file footage. Ah, yes, wow. yes, yes. That's interesting because I thought she came back to do more. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see her, see her come back into the fold. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I saw the pictures. She got jacked <laughs> for this role. So um, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect, but I'm here for it. Yeah, like ever since Portman won the Oscar, she had dropped Marvel like a wet sock. <laughs> but it, 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 this has to be something special for her to come back, right? Yeah, it has to. Like she's Oscar winner Natalie Portman. She doesn't need this. Can I ask you a question? Sure. When was the last time you've seen? And I may be just trying to be snarky for no reason, but when was the last time you saw Oscar winner Natalie Portman in a movie? I saw I saw one last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if it was a new movie, but but hey, there you go. All right, so let's go on a few weeks down the pipe to seven twenty two twenty twenty two. Black Adam. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about this one cuz just like on the surface I don't know anything about Black Adam and Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing a bad guy, I don't buy that. Uh so I don't know. I don't know. Like I guess the cool thing nowadays is to make movies about bad guys, you know, we got Joker, Venom, Morbius. Why why not Black Adam, right? Uh but I think like my money is on DC selling out the whole vil- uh, villain thing and just have the rock be a good guy, but, or at least at the very least, uh, like an anti-hero at the, mm. by, by the end of the movie, that's just, just, just pie in the sky, like predictions. Uh, 
Kyle, please tell me who this guy is. So <laughs> Black Adam to me, if I had to equate Black Adam to a Marvel character in the comics, because we've not seen this character in the MCU yet, Black Adam to me is DC's version of Namor, the Submariner. And the reason I say that is he is the anti-hero, the sometimes villain who does bad things, but maybe for good reasons. And he was a previous, he was a king of a country. He was previously worthy, of course, for the role of Shazam or given the power by the by the wizard. Where he went wrong with the power was his people were enslaved or something was done to his people and he used his powers to take maybe revenge or retribution on the people who did whatever it was to his people. And the um, that is where the Black Adam, he was, you know, uh, imprisoned, I think. So in the early days of the comics, he was literally a bad guy. But then in, say, the 80s, the 90s, 2000s, he slowly started being seen more as a sympathetic anti-hero as opposed to straight up bad guy. See, I knew it. I knew it. That's what they're going to do. Like, <laughs> and it's the rock. the rock. He's always a good guy. He's it's, always a good guy. And I think the rock would be perfect as this character. He looks to me the way I would envision in from the comics to everything. The rock, I think will just be awesome. In yeah. And, and the rock mentioned of how jacked, even Jacker is that a word <laughs> he got for this episode for this movie? Uh, and and talking about how he wanted the suit to look on him, and he he didn't want no padding, he don't want no drawn on abs. He yeah, he got physically in shape even more for this role. And you know, The Rock is probably the biggest action star we have right now. So yeah, I'm down for this. I'm down for seeing what The Rock does this role. Are you? Do you think we'll see Shazam in this movie? Cal? I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's maybe because The Rock can also do, you know, he can do the action, but, you know, his, sh you know, shoot to fame, I think, came on guest appearances on Mad TV and Saturday Night Live. That's where he got mainstream recognition way back in the day, other than being funny on WWE. So um, I think he could do comedy, and I think he... And the dude that plays Shazam could probably have some comedic moments. Will we see it? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking after credits, probably. All right. So let's get into, we, you know, completely skip August and we get into the end of 930, September 930, 2022, Mission Impossible 7. Yeah. Yeah. We Like, Mission Impossible 1 came out in, like, 1995. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's not that big a deal. You know, movie franchises run for a very long time. The The big deal is that it still stars the same dude. Like, it's still Tom Cruise. He's still running a lot. Like, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed all of the Mission Impossible movies, so I'm kind of speaking out of both sides of my mouth here. I'm going to enjoy this because it's probably going to have over-the-top Fast and Furious style action scenes and t they're going to strap Tom Cruise to, I don't know, a, a Zeppelin or something. But do we need this movie? I I don't think we do. Like, this is just I, I don't know who the production studio is on this, but 
I feel like it's just them checking a box at this point. Well, we need something to come out in September that's an action movie. Uh, let's, let's load another Mission Impossible in the gun and shoot that, and uh, we'll do that again in two years. And this one has been pushed around a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Th- there were some like production issues with it, with COVID, and, and Tom Cruise apparently lost his mind uh, on oh, crew yeah. members because <laughs> they weren't wearing masks or something. Like, it was... <clears throat> Yeah, I remember that. That was, that was ridiculous. <laughs> the only thing I can say about this movie is when your mission is impossible, you know, they just have to keep making movies because, hey, the mission's impossible to change. Or either impossible or fast and furious. You yes. Know, they just keep turning them out. Yes, indeed. If As long as people are coming to see them, I mean, that's what, that's what they do. They're still making James Bond movies. And so, because people... Continue to go see them. And same thing for Marvel. I mean, you know, I'm being snarky again, but same thing for Marvel. Marvel keeps making movies because people keep coming to see them. Did you did you guys shoot a thing about Tom Cruise shooting a movie in space? No, but I could totally see that. Yeah, they're actually building a studio in space that's going to dock with the the, uh, International Space Station. Yeah, I, I'll try to find more information for next time. But yeah, they're, that, they're doing like, it. That's that's peak Scientology, is what that is. <laughs> I didn't go there. <laughs> like, the, like like when you reach the highest level, that's what they do: is they build you a <laughs> a studio in space to make Mission Impossible movies. Oh, and and at that top peak, what he gets is a floating couch that he can jump up and down on, like he did on Oprah. <laughs> But, you know, and literally they will go all across the universe with their um, space station, movie theater, whatever, all across the universe, but not all across the Spider-Verse, at least part one, which is 10-7-2022. Spider-Verse, part one, tell us about it. So, so I think. Everyone on this call is super hyped, hyped for this movie. I don't have to pitch this to anybody. I just have like two or three questions. W- one, are we going to see any uh, spy- like Spider-Verse um, like repercussions from No Way Home? Uh, and uh, two, why are we calling this part one? Like <laughs> you can literally name these movies anything you want. Why would you name two of them across the Spider-Verse? Hmm. It's like Dune, part one. Yeah, I don't but- know. Like, I get that, but the thing is, is, like, all these movies that are part one and part two, like, they're based on previous things, you know, like, Harry Potter's, you know, movies, movies seven and eight were part one and two, but they're based on a book of the same name, so that makes sense. Is there an Across the Spider-Verse, like, graphic novel that this would be be pulling from? Oh, there's Into the Spider-Verse, you know, um... I have to admit, I am not a big Spider-Man fan in the comics because there are so freaking many Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man comics. Really mm-hmm. and truly, the only one I read is the Miles comic, which uh, cool. the the Spider-Verse thing took uh, was a Peter thing. So it may have. I know there is Into the Spider-Verse and something the Spider-Verse. I personally think of it as Sony saying, oh, well, people keep talking about, well, is Miles going into the MCU? Well, 2022, here's a Spider-Verse part one. That means it probably will be 2024 before we have part two. Yuck. Mm. Just yuck. No, <laughs> give it its own name. That, that's all I ask. 
I I yield the rest of my time. I wonder if they'll do something brilliant, which is Sony, so we can't really uh, count on that. But they've done great with the the, the uh, Miles Morales movie. I wonder if they're going to use this movie or these two movies to tie in what they're doing with Morbius and maybe even some of No Way Home. Maybe I would I would be cool. It'd be cool to see Tom Holland make an appearance in one of these movies. I think that would be pretty grand. So I don't know. I just hope they swing for the fences and you know we already got the (laughs) (laughs) we got the appearance of uh is it miguel o'hara is that his name yes yep yeah so 2099 so yeah i'm just do whatever i'm 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 here for it um yeah the first movie was great so let's just continue on that path (laughs) and let me add one other thing to it I think Miles as a character recently celebrated 10 years of existence in comics. And I'm just so freaking glad that this character came out of nowhere and he's not showing any, any, any uh, signs of slowing down. So kudos. Yeah, he's more popular than ever. He had a video game last year. Yes, indeed. Indeed. All right. 11 4 the Flash. The Flash. Can, can we just name this movie the Flashpoint? Can can we do that? I don't know why it's not called Flashpoint. I, I, I feel like pitching it as The Flash is doing it a disservice. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with Ezra Miller's Flash. I, he, I'm going to come out and say he's one of the bright spots in Justice League. Yeah. But yeah. DC is promising us something that is like Spider-Man No Way Home level of um, like <laughs> hype, like like they're 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 really reaching because uh, what's his name? Batman is in this. There are two Batman in this. Yeah, Affleck's last appearance and also mm-hmm. uh, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, they they they're, they've both been <clears throat> uh, confirmed to be in this film. You in the trailer, there's three flashes. So like they they clearly want to lean into arguably the best part of the Flash, and that is the fact that he can do like multiversal stuff. At least that's what I feel is good. Otherwise I don't like the flash. Um, but I'm going to hand it over to the, to, to, to the comic guy. Ex- explain to me why this movie is a really good idea right now. Cause I know it is. Okay. So you know, it is. And I think it is for DC to answer your original question about why don't they just call it Flashpoint? I don't think unless you're somebody like me would be, geeking out knowing what Flashpoint is. You know, yes, you could see the um, trailer, et cetera, and so forth. But if you're just thumbing through and you see Flashpoint, oh, well, what's that? So what Flashpoint was, was a self-contained story where Barry goes back and saves his mother from being killed. And by doing that, he changes reality and creates this alternate reality that then he has to undo. Well, when he undoes it, it creates something in time that at the time reset all of DC's comics to number ones, retelling of their origins, started off well, but quickly, you know, it, it, it went within two or three years, it just went to pieces as far as the fans went. Flashpoint as a story is all about the multiverse. And I think where you're going, Sergio, is it gives DC the opportunity, maybe not to mirror what Marvel is doing, but wipe the slate, 
semi-clean or do like a reset to say, okay, it's okay to have Ben Affleck as, you know, his version. But then you've got Michael Keaton and whoever your version is, whether it's Patterson, whether it's, you know, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman or Gal Gadot, everything exists. Everything is canon. Everything is hunky-dory. And here's DC. That's kind of what I think they're trying to do. Yeah, the only thing about that that bothers me is I still want to know what the main line, and we don't have, like, MCU, you know, we don't have no, uh, what they call it, sacred timeline like they have over in the MCU. So I want to know, who is Batman right now after this movie? You know, is Gal Gadot going to change slightly because of the events of this movie? Is the Flash movie, not the Flash, but the Aquaman movie, is it going to be slightly different because of the events of this movie? Is Patterson now the official Batman in the DCEU? You know, I, I feel like it would go a long way if they did establish some of those things, because up until this point, a lot of the DC stuff has just kind of been in the air and and they tried to bring it together, but it didn't really work. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. Let, <laughs> let, let me add something really, really quick to respond to that in the comics. And I kid you not, starting in January of this year, they did not reintroduce they being DC did not reintroduce the new multiverse. They introduced a what they call the DC Omniverse, meaning that every multiverse and every DC character and version and whatever all exist in continuity, all at the same time, not reset. So the original crisis has its own multiverse, the second crisis, the third crisis, and blah, 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 blah. Flashpoint world still exists. So there is actually a version of Justice League out there that has a Superman from Earth-23, um, the Flashpoint Batman. So there's members of the Justice League from every freaking all across the multiverse. They even have Captain Carrot as part of the um, uh, Justice League incarnate, who is basically Superman as a rabbit. But what, what's the fan reception to that uh, in the comic sphere? I only read Justice League Incarnate. That's the only justice. I mean, that's the only DC book I buy right now. Mm, interesting. Yeah. It, like, and actually, before you said all that, uh, Kyle, I, I was going to say, I was going to predict that, that in, instead of creating rules and lines and saying this, this person is here now, all this is going to do is allow them to not have to commit to anything. If, if everything is canon, nothing has to actually matter. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is exciting and extremely disheartening at the same time. Uh, but the good news slash bad news slash news you didn't know was news. This is going to make the Snyderverse or the, the I'm sorry, the, the, the Snyder <laughs> cut of J Justice League canon. So, yay. Eh, Kyle's favorite director. Hey, you know what? <laughs> all I can say is something, Sergio, you've not heard me say lately or even at all. But Clarence has heard me uh, pin this on Discussing Who recently. A-L-I-N-C. So whenever I think of Zack Snyder, I'll say A-L-I-N-C, which means at least it's not Chibnall, the current showrunner of Doctor Who. So, Oh, wow. Wow. So no, nothing, I say nothing bad about uh, uh, Zack Snyder. I will say that I actually enjoyed the Snyder cut to be brutally honest. It was long, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, 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 the real, the only real irony, it's called the Snyder cut, but he didn't cut anything. 
<laughs> he put it all back in. Yeah. <laughs> Just dumped every bit of footage they ever shot into a, a four-hour thing. Mm. Well, hey, there you go. But you know what? I want to speculate because if there's a movie that I'm wondering is if it's really going to come out of all the ones on this list, I'm curious about the next one. Who is or will be, not who is, but maybe will be coming out on 11 11 2022 Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that, that you know that's a that's a really good speculative statement uh kyle because they are having to do a lot of reshoots uh because one of their stars was injured on set at least Mm. that's that's how i read the news uh what's her name leticia leticia Wright. yes yeah yeah so it's going to be coming in hot if it's if it's uh going to come out this year but this is i don't want to call this movie like ill-informed like they shouldn't be making it like if your star character dies in real life or your star actor dies in real life and it's literally one of the biggest movies to ever have been made, which was, of course, the first Black Panther, you can't not make us like you, you just can't. You got to do something, you know, and I, I do. I expect this to, to do gangbusters like the first one. Probably not. You know, it, 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 it's already tainted because of his absence, uh, Chad, Chadwick Boseman's uh, absence. The only things that I want out of this movie are some sort of respect paid to Boseman's T'Challa and Boseman as an actor just on screen and a story that makes sense in world that uh, they've committed to not recasting T'Challa, which depending on what part of the internet you ask is either a great idea or a cardinal sin. So there, there's not a perfect way to make this movie happen. I just hope they choose the right one. Yeah, man, th- this movie has had so many freaking strikes against it. It's, mm-hmm. And from, of course, losing Chad, Chadwick Boseman, which is huge. Like you said, he's the star of the movie. And this whole thing on the internet, sort of like we have with, um, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, recast or don't recast. There's a petition to recast, and you have half the people saying, "No, never recast," because he's sick. You know, he's a great actor, and you know, we just can't uh, crap on his legacy by recasting him. You know, but you do have valid story justifications for introducing a new Black Panther through, you know, through the story. So I'm down for seeing that happen. And on top of that, you had all the trouble with Letitia Wright and the. Vax unvax and people wanting to cancel her because of that. So it's a wonder if we'll ever get this movie. <laughs> it's been <laughs> delayed because of uh, Letitia Wright getting hurt. I think um, Lupita Nyong'o got COVID or a bunch of people got COVID recently or so got pushed again. So yeah, um, let's see what happens. <laughs> let's see what happens. And the good thing is, you know, if you go from storyline purposes, she has been, she being the sister of, you know, T'Challa, has been Black Panther before. She's taken up the mantle from him before when he's gone and done other things. So there is precedent in the actual source material for her to become Black Panther. So, you know, regardless of which camp you're in, recast, not recast, or what— at least there is source material where you they're not just making it up as they go. Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the very end, literally, of this list, which is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom on 12-16-2022. 
You see, so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the the human, I, I'm feeling the excitement. The, yeah, the, the the human Wookiee himself, Jason Momoa, is back uh, <laughs> as Aquaman, and uh, you know I I literally knew nothing about the Aquaman character prior to me seeing you know seeing him in the the original cut of Justice League, and I was like, okay, you know he seems he seems like a fun guy, and Momoa has a swagger to him that I feel like that character needs to keep from being silly. That first movie is way better than it had any right to be. It is beautifully shot, beautifully animated. Uh, Talking underwater doesn't make sense, but how else do you do it? You can't make bubbles every time you got to talk. So if you can look past how silly an underwater movie is, that first movie is really, really good. I, I just don't know. Like, can you do that twice? Like, I trust James Wan. He's a good director. But I, I get – is there, like, fantastic lore to pull from in the Aquaman history? Mm. I guess is what I'm asking. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. I'm sorry. Aquaman has <laughs> never been – even, you know, in the comics when they tried to make him grim and gritty and having a shark eat off his hand and he gets a harpoon back in the 90s. I never found him <laughs> really um, – interesting I, I i don't know i do know that his comic is about to go through a renaissance or being relaunched as aquaman and they're introducing another version if any of you have seen uh the cartoon young justice the uh aqua lad that's in it is returning to the comics so i think it'll be him and um you know arthur I'm sorry, I've just never really found Aquaman, the character himself, very interesting. I found Jason Momoa's version of Aquaman the most interesting version that I've ever seen, but that's not him in the comic. Yeah, it, it like it says a lot that you when you have to cast one of the coolest guys in Hollywood to cool up your lame character. Yes, bingo. Yeah, I'm just not sure if Aquaman, uh, Jason Momoa... <laughs> can fill seats um did what was the reception of the first movie as far as box office i think it made a billion dollars what wow whoa okay yeah (laughs) i take that back (laughs) but the difference there is i think he was still riding the jason momoa wave meaning you had just come off of game of thrones about then yeah you you know so so that was game of thrones was hot back then then you had your appearance in Justice League, whether people liked it or not. Because I remember Justice League, I think, came out in the spring. And then this came out probably about the same time of year as this one is coming out. So, you know, he had those in the mind's eye of the public at that time. Not saying he doesn't now, but I'm just saying I think he was his his star was much hotter then. Hey, I didn't know Boba Fett was in the movie. I got to go back and watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the first movie made $1.14 million. Jeez. Or, I'm sorry, billion dollars. It does have some heavy hitter actors in it, though. So, um, yeah, I can see why after looking at this cast again. I don't know. I will just say, hey, it's a comic book movie, and if it does well, it does good for comic. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I I don't want to get on a, on a, a, a soapbox right here, but... I'm so tired of the narrative. Marvel versus DC. Oh, oh, DC better step up their game. Like, it's not a competition. 
like these movies aren't being released the same week. You're not you're not saying, hey, I'm going to go see this Marvel movie instead of seeing Aquaman. Like, yeah, they're not competing. They exist together. The people who make Marvel movies watch DC movies. People who make DC movies watch Marvel movies. This 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 thing that it's a big fight online like that is that is that is a fictitious fanboy narrative that is obnoxious. Well, they still need to make them good. I think well, that's yeah, yeah, but that's that's a that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's always going to be separation. It goes, it's a, it's a rivalry of old that has come back to haunt us in the movie version of these characters. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, 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 it it it, it is it, it because if you look at you know, not going down another rabbit hole or whatever, but if you look at how, especially Marvel has crafted their MCU, it's basically just a repeat of the 60s at Marvel Comics where you introduce these one-off characters and then they all come together in a team book and then this team book meets this team book, et cetera, and so forth. I mean, it's the same thing that happened way back then. So we, we're just seeing behind the scenes comic books just played out in a different medium. And with that comes the same fandom that was marveling and DCing back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, doing it the same time in the 2000s and 2010s and now 2020s. Mm-hmm. But, but, but to what you said earlier, when comic book movies are successful, comic companies are happy to make more comic book movies, regardless of the production company behind them. Indeed. And we get the luxury of having most anticipated movies of 2023, hopefully, be filled with comic books. So, Sergio, (laughs) love the list. Even with Bob's Burgers, I found something awesome and, you know, positive even to say about that. But I have one final question. If anyone was listening and wanted to find out more about Reality Breach, where could they go? Uh, the easy answer is realitybreached.com. Uh, that is where you'll find our, our flagship podcast, the Reality Breached podcast, uh, and all of our sister shows. Uh, we have uh, several different shows. One that's all about music is called Dead Scene Kids. There's one uh, about Ninja Turtles uh, that's called Shellheads. Uh, and, and, and if, if you don't want to go to the website, which who listens to podcasts on websites, right? It's not, <laughs> it's not 2005. Um, all of our podcasts can be found on major podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, there's all kinds of them. They're, they're all over the place. If you, if you search reality breached in your podcast player, chances are will pop up. Awesome. Well, as always, it is a pleasure to have you, and it is always a pleasure to be able to get on a podcast with Clarence Brown. So, Clarence, where else could people find you on the Internet? Uh, Yeah, you can check out me by going to DiscussingTrek.com, where we talk all things Star Trek. And let me give one shout out to what may be the best superhero television show ever made, and that's Peacemaker. You should definitely watch it because it's amazing. Word. That's all. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. We need to do a uh, conversation about Peacemaker then. John Cena, Peacemaker. I would love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Do you really want it? Do you really want it? Oh, the intro is so good. Uh, the intro is so amazing. So, so since they, being the two of you, seem like you are losing it, if you want to lose it over <laughs> a awesome 
comedy podcast, check out oz-9.com where you can hear Clarence in a special episode. I think it was called Episode X, but you can hear our friend and co-host of Discussing Who, Lee Shackelford, as Pluto, and me as Narrator 2. So check that out, oz-9.com. So thanks everyone for listening, and we will be back soon.